Marketing can be an incredible force for good. It can also be complicated and confusing. I'm Erica Mills Barnhart, and I love marketing. On this podcast, I will share everything I know about it with you in the hopes of bringing clarity to the marketing chaos. Motivation is for the mind, inspiration is for the heart, and great marketing has both. So whatever your mission, if you want to make the most of it, this podcast is for you. Welcome to Marketing for Good. Welcome back to Marketing for Good. I'm so glad to have you here with me. I am Erica Mills Barnhart, and I am your host. Today, first off, I want to clear up the fact that marketing, not a dirty word. Once we've talked about the value of shedding that mindset, I'm going to share with you a way to get your team past that mindset and into alignment by focusing on your why. But first, let's talk about the word marketing. About eight years ago now, I was working with an organization that helps kids who, through no fault of their own, find themselves in the legal system, usually because of family issues. I was working with the staff, of which there were three or four, and the board, of which there were about eight. Not surprisingly, given the work they do, many of these board members were lawyers. I want to go on record. I have nothing against lawyers. I grew up assuming I would be a lawyer. Everybody thought I would be a lawyer. I was a paralegal through college. My first company was a contract paralegal company. I really enjoy lawyers and I enjoy working with them. They tend to be hyperlogical folks who are attentive to the word, which makes them fun to work with. So I have nothing against lawyers. Part of my work with this organization was helping them figure out a budget for their marketing going forward. And I hadn't had one in the past. So we're all gathered around a table in a boardroom at the offices of the board chair. And it wasn't an over-the-top fancy office, but it was very nice. I'm looking at the budget that they've just passed out, and I notice there's no line item for marketing. This isn't super uncommon, but it surprised me since they had purposely asked to figure out a marketing budget. So I asked the board chair about it, and she says, oh, we don't call it marketing. We call it outreach. And I looked at her for a minute and then I asked, do you have a line item for marketing for your law firm? She said, of course. Like she looked at me like, that seems like a really goofy question, Erica. And I said, why would you have one for your law firm, but not for this organization? And she said, well, because marketing is a dirty word when it comes to work like this, mission-driven work. I looked at her and I said, so you mean work that is the most important work on the planet that doesn't deserve marketing? And so it went. I can't tell you how many times I've had this conversation and not just with board members. It just so happened that it was with her board staff, volunteers, donors, donors. Oh, it gets me riled. And here's why. Because there's no shame in marketing. It is not a dirty word. It's an ally in your work to make some magic happen for your organization and your mission. Marketing is a means to an end. It is in service to your mission. When you sidestep it by calling it something else, you tiptoe around its potential rather than unleashing it. And that's a disservice to your mission. Internet marketing phenom Marie Forleo said, if you have a product or service you believe in and you don't do everything you can to market the heck out of it, You're stealing from those who need you most. I agree with this statement. 
It is what I have lived and experienced in working with so many organizations, organizations that create a culture of marketing that embrace it can create so much more internally and externally. So let me ask you this. Do you really, truly want to achieve your mission? If so, you have to switch gears on thinking marketing is a dirty word, if you do still, and you got to switch it right now, unless you want to leave money on the table. Money means more margin, and more margin means more mission. It really does come down to that. Now, let me ask you another question. In order to achieve your mission, do you need other people, employees, clients, donors, volunteers, customers, a board of directors, anyone, anyone, Bueller, anyone? If so, then again, it's time to embrace marketing and all it has to offer because one of the big things it has to offer is attracting the very people you need to achieve your mission. Now, Sometimes it's kind of hard to tell if somebody feels conflicted about marketing, but it's really important to know that, especially if you're in a leadership position. And I'll tell you this, it shows up in one little tiny word, just. Not as in a just cause. No, no, no. As in, we're just trying to eradicate extreme global poverty, or we're just trying to make sure everyone gets paid equally for equal work, or we're just trying to end homelessness. Just, in that sense, is a minimizer. I don't want to bug you. We're just doing really important, mind-blowing work. You're not just doing any of these things. You were doing them, and it's amazing, and never apologize for it. In episode four, we'll talk about the fact that not everyone is going to love you and your mission. What? But for now, what I want you to hear is this. Hiding your glorious work under a barrel tucked away from the heads and hearts of others serves no one. It undermines your mission rather than supports it. Okay, so you're ready to embrace marketing in all this wonderfulness. How do you create a culture of marketing? Because that's really what you need, right? Marketing is a team sport. Organizations that have created a culture of marketing do one thing very well. They get grounded in why their mission matters. Sometimes you get so close to it, you lose sight of it. Some examples of what this might look like, right? Why have a coffee shop that uses only sustainable coffee beans? Because the people who fuel your caffeine habit should be treated with dignity and respect. They should be seen and heard and honored for their work from the beans and the bean pickers to the baristas when they're serving it up. Why are you offering a program that teaches kids how to use art as a way to heal trauma? Because no kid should be expected to heal without help. Why are you hell-bent on protecting irreplaceable lands and waters? Because they are vital. They drive local economies and they support local communities and culture. Your what and your how may change depending on strategy, right? Depending on the external environment, depending on what things have happened. I mean, my gosh, I'm recording this. Sheltered in place because of COVID-19. I mean, we're exhausted, right? Collectively, aren't you tired if you're listening to this while this is still happening or just on the other side of it? It takes a lot of effort and it can happen. But the thing that I've really noticed in this crisis, which has been so beautiful and striking, is people really getting back to the essence of what they're about, their why, and letting other things fall away. Right? Really staying true to that. Your why will stay the same. It's your North Star. 
Your why is worth fighting for. Let your why shine. Let it be your guiding light. Now, it gets a little bit tricky because you have your organizational why, and then you have people within the organization, and they have their individual or personal reasons for caring about the mission, so their own why, right? You want to create space for people's personal why. It's what keeps them going, motivated and inspired, while also getting alignment on your organizational why. Future episodes, we will inevitably talk about messaging, one of my all-time favorite topics. And you want this, you know, your why becomes really a key piece of your messaging framework, right? What you put out to the world. So that needs to be clear and you need that space. So a great way to get internal alignment is asking people on your team. And my team, again, that can be your immediate team or you might include your board of volunteers. I've worked with organizations and it's been kind of glorious and they've included like clients and customers, the really big tent approach to this. It really depends on what your organization looks like. But However, you're going to define that. Ask folks why they care about the mission. You know, I mean, you can imagine doing this with donors, right? Ask them why they care about the mission. In another episode, I'm going to talk about the woeful state of affairs of mission statements. So a little sidebar here for a quick minute. I don't want you to get wrapped around the ass on the mission statement. It turns out my research shows 50% of the mission statements, at least for nonprofits, and by the way, this is true for all tax statuses that are mission-focused, 50% of them are technically incomprehensible. So let's just, let's just set that aside for today. You don't want this to become an exercise in rewriting your mission statement. Keep it focused on the why behind your mission. And the word mission will land differently for folks depending on their role in your organization. And for the purposes of this exercise, that's actually great. It's insight. Then have everyone share their why and see what you learn. This will feel like maybe a detail, but depending on how many folks on your team are introverts or extroverts, you'll need to think through the amount of time that you give to reflect on this and then the structure environment in which you invite people to share. That's just going to look really different for introverts and extroverts. And then once the sharing has happened, however that happens, how in alignment are you or how out of alignment are you? Don't judge, right? It's information that regardless what it is can lead to action and alignment and awesomeness. Yes. All right. So wrapping it up for this episode, marketing is not a dirty word. Please say it with me. Not a dirty word. It's an ally. It can do so much for your mission. But in order to generate deep external engagement, you need internal alignment. And to get there, you're going to ask folks why your mission matters to them. Get grounded and stay grounded in that why. In the next episode, we'll talk about goals and why you need to get you some. And also why so many mission-motivated folks kind of shy away from setting goals. It actually comes from this really beautiful place. So we'll talk about that. I want to say thank you for being here with me today. And thank you, thank you, thank you for making our world a better place. Thanks for listening to the Marketing for Good podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like more information about Claxon University, how to make more impact in and for your organization, or hiring me to speak or coach, go to klaxonmarketing.com or reach out at info at klaxonmarketing.com. Again, thanks for listening, and thanks for making our world a better place.